Good morning, good evening, and good night. Whatever time you're listening to this, this is Freddie Korea. You're listening to Thanks for the Invite Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. And by us, I mean just me and my multiple personalities. That's right. I'm over here driving in Vegas, doing a little 30-minute drive. It should be 20, but I drive slow. I try to be very cautious. I really try my best to have my hands free as of now. When I drive with my laptop, I close the screen. I'm a very cautious driver. I've been told I drive like an old person. And I know I get it from my dad. My dad, when I was a kid, we were driving from Modesto, California to Lake Tahoe. And I don't know if you ever taken that drive. Instead of going through like Sacramento, you go, I don't know what freeway or highway it is but it's a very whiny road up and down this mountain until you get all the way up to Lake Tahoe so it's a two-way that means that you got one lane coming one lane going when I was a kid my dad got pulled over by the cops for going too slow you ever heard of somebody getting a ticket for going too slow Now, I don't know. I think my dad got out of the ticket because he's, you know, he's a hustler. Even though his English wasn't so so great, he'd be like, he'd be like, come on, papi. No, no, no. Come on. It's okay, man. It's okay, man. It's okay. No problem, man. No problem. I go faster. I go faster for you. No problem, man. I'm not the best at my impressions of my dad, but he just has this thick, thick accent. I heard him order a... He would like to show off his English, too. I heard him order uh, a pizza one time. Oh, my God. We were just dying laughing, just listening to him trying to order a pizza in English. He could have. It was in El Paso, Texas. He could have just done it in Spanish. Everybody in El, in El Paso speaks Spanish. Even the Native Americans. Everybody speaks Spanish. White people speak Spanish in El Paso. Um, but, yeah, he refused. He wanted to do it in English. But that's, that's what you have. You have that Cuban pride. You come to America and you want to, you know, show that you know more than others. <laughs> but he never really improved it. How do you not improve your English? My mom did pretty good. She came from Mexico and she, she speaks pretty well. But here's the thing about parents. And Felipe Esparza has a great joke about this. They have you answer the phone because they don't want to talk like when it's like bills and shit like that. And it's very true because my mom speaks English when it's convenient for her and then she'll pretend i've called her out she'll pretend she doesn't speak english or her english is not very well and i'm like and i talk to her in english in front of the people i'm like no no you speak english good your english is good but my dad he got out of this ticket i think i'm pretty sure he did um but he was driving slow and i remember as soon as we got pulled over you could barely pull over on a mountain and people were passing us and some people were honking <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's me maybe not to that extreme i think i'm a little bit faster uh, especially when i gotta get somewhere but you know what it comes down to it comes down to just leaving early you shouldn't you shouldn't be speeding you really shouldn't be swerving i see people swerving passing people and how many times do you run into them at the light at the exit of the freeway there's no point there's really no point i mean i guess if you're driving like let's say a long drive from 
Vegas to LA, you can make it in, definitely make it in three hours and a half if you're driving super fast and, you know. But if there's a lot of traffic and it's congested in the city, it just, it really doesn't make a difference, I think, in my opinion. But, um, yeah, that's me, the slow driver. I'm over here drinking my, my bulletproof coffee and I'm trying to, trying to eat healthy now guys i i've been on this kick where i've been really trying to eat clean i watched this youtube video and i've heard it a lot of times before but sometimes it doesn't click until i repeatedly watch a video but um you don't eat three or let, let your last meal be like three hours before you go to bed and that's really hard for me especially a guy that works a full-time job and does comedy you know i've rushed from my job i rush home barely have time to shower and you have to shower you live in vegas and you don't shower after work you're disgusting you have to shower just go in there wash your balls and pussy get out fucking go back do whatever you need to do but in the middle of the day sometime in the day you have to shower once or twice that's just it it's the rules if you want to live in vegas that's the rules if you don't shower, you can't live in Vegas. I'm sorry. You just can't. At least in the summertime, once a day, guys. Don't be a fucking pig. When I get close to some people, and I'm three feet away and I could smell you, you have not showered, dude. You have not. And it's barely noon. That means you haven't showered in over a day. All right? But uh, it's hard to eat healthy. I get home, shower, go to the comedy club, get out around 10, 10.30. Sometimes I stay for the late show with Butch Bradley at LA Comedy Club. And uh, one of the things I want to do is eat eat a fucking burrito, man. I have this tradition of, like on Tuesdays. Today's a Tuesday, right? Yeah, it is a Tuesday. Tuesdays, I have a tradition of just eating a carne asada burrito from this place called Roberto's. And just, you know, taking like maybe uh, a Long Island home from the club, drink it at the house and just pass out. But that's my problem. It's been a bad, bad habit for a long time. So I'm changing. I've been changing my the way I eat. Like I, I try not to eat three, four hours. Yesterday I ate at 8 a.m. I mean 8 p.m. <laughs> my last meal. Uh, Lizzie made some delicious shish kebab, like chicken shish kebab with uh sugar-free barbecue uh, uh sauce I, I posted it on my instagram i forget the name of it but it's this it's great this company makes sugar-free barbecue sauce different flavors and sugar-free ketchup you can't do ketchup when you're doing like low carb or or at least keto if you're trying to wait stay away from sugar but she made some delicious shish kebabs ate it with the avocado a salad and you stay full get that fat in you that avocado went to bed at midnight and uh here i am drinking my midnight i mean my midnight my bulletproof coffee now i watched a video by the way and i've heard it before like i said sometimes i gotta repeat it be repetitive so i could understand something in my fucking brain but i watched a video that bulletproof coffee will break your fast if you're on keto so here i am fucking up 
I am also trying to intermittent do intermittent fasting. So like last night, if I ate at 8 p.m., I believe my first meal, if I'm doing 14 hours, should be at noon. No. Noon? No, 10. What the fuck? And it's 9 a.m. right now. So I did fuck up. I fucked up. I should have waited till 10. But then my coffee's going to get cold. You know, in the coffee, the bulletproof, you throw the a tablespoon of uh, grass-fed butter, MTC oil. But here's what I'm going to do. I heard if you break your fast, it's fine. It's okay. Uh, it should be a meal replacement, though. So I'm not going to eat breakfast. I usually skip breakfast because I've been fasting. But this will be my meal. And, and what's nice about this coffee, though, is that it really keeps you full. The fat in it, it keeps you full. So more likely when I don't drink coffee, which I haven't done bulletproof in a while, I don't eat till like noon or I do 16 hours or 14 hours of fasting. But um, I could last a long time from my last meal from the last night. So, I'm pretty sure today I probably won't eat until in the afternoon, 2, 3 p.m. But it's not about it's not about starving yourself, just so you guys know, if you never heard of that. And that's not what I'm trying to do. I do not want to starve myself. What I want to do is eat high fats. And the reason for that is because the high fats just keeps you full. You're not starving yourself. You're actually feeding your body a shitload of fat, good fat, and you're switching your body from burning carbs to burning fat. So so one of the things I used to do, and the reason I am fat, is most of America, (laughs) we eat fats with carbs, and that's a huge mistake. Because then your body is going to go to burning your carbs first. And and then it's going to burn fat when it runs out of the carbs. But who am I? I'm just a fat guy. Fat guys, Tom Segura said it best. Fat guys are the best at diets. They know everything about a fucking diet. Except they don't practice it, you know. But at six feet tall, I used to be. 240, 280 pounds. So I, I've been there. I've been there where I lost the weight. I've done it. Cut the carbs. I've done it, you know. So I'm back. I'm doing it, guys. It feels good. Now, the next thing I need to get in to is hitting the gym, start doing some weights. Um, my, my homie, Grumzilla, shout out to the homie, Grumzilla. Whenever I see his Instagram, I'm like, fuck, I want to be big and fucking strong like him. So it's a good, it's a big inspiration, guys. So, um, hey, I want to plug a podcast. I want to, speaking of Grumzilla, he's a homie from up in Oregon, listener of the show. And my listeners, guys, I become friends with my listeners. We become homies. We text. We will message each other sometimes and talk about, like, sometimes I've met some of my listeners, which is great, like uh, Justin Ruff. And sometimes I get away from some of my listeners, like David Nunez. When he shows up to Vegas, I fucking leave to Coachella. I'm just kidding, David Nunez. That was a mistake. But I'm going to be in Houston with David Nunez uh, in July. 
So I am coming to Houston, myself and Ty Rivera. Now, my my buddy Grumzella, you notice I always like start something and go meander. But just so you know, I've said it before, this is what a good fucking host does. You go back to what you were talking about. You don't just fucking, don't you hate it on some podcasts? Sometimes you listen and, and they're about to get into this cool story and then they, they never get back to it. I fucking hate that. Anyway, I like to go back to it. But uh, my buddy Grumzilla introduced me to this podcast called American Wannabes. And it's with three comics. I believe it's three of them. One of them is Jerry Garcia, which I have I had seen on Netflix before. Uh, on the Chingo Bling comedy special. And so Jerry Garcia, he has an upcoming comedy special on HBO, uh, I believe this month in June. And, and and this podcast, American Wannabe, uh, American Wannabes, is fucking great, guys. I've been saying it for a long time. I wish there was more Latino and black uh, podcasts. And, and and by saying that, I also mean like in general. I just wish there was more minority minority podcasts. Okay, I listen to so many podcasts. I listen to a lot of West Coast comedy, East Coast, a lot of crime, true crime. A lot of NPR. I listen to right wing. I listen to left wing. I listen to anything I could fucking find interesting, you know? Because I'm not fucking close-minded. Well, at least I try not to be or I think I am. Maybe I'm delusional. But I've said it before. I'm like, we definitely need more uh, podcasts with Latinos. Like, you hear Latinos for a long time. When I started podcasting, guys, people didn't know what a podcast was. A lot of people still don't, but especially Latinos and, and, and black friends, like black comics out here in Vegas, a lot of them get into doing like internet radio. And I'm like, no, okay, do internet radio, but do fucking podcasts, do your radio show and then archive that shit. So then people could back and go back and listen to it. I never listen to live radio. Everything I listen to is something that's pre-recorded. Like I listen to Jim and Sam, the old Opie and Anthony show through youtube and and it's all archived somebody uploads it to youtube so it's already pre-recorded i'm not going to listen sit there next to it listen to it live because what if i want to pause it you know what i mean so that's why i always tell people if you're going to do live or internet radio that's great you're being creative but why throw that shit away once you hear it it's gone no archive it put it on lips and put it on itunes so Speaking of podcasters, Latino podcasters, shout out to Chabo, Chabo 101 podcast. That's my homie right there. For a long time, he was talking about starting one and he finally did it. But uh, I, I definitely want to recommend American Wannabe podcast. I, I listened to the first episode and I was dying laughing. I felt like I was in the conversation. It's, it's just hilarious. They talk about shit going on. In the, in the news, current events, and, and things that happen to these three comics when they're on the road doing shows. It's it just fucking great. So big shout out to these guys. I love them, man. Uh, I think I've only met one of them, which is Jerry. Jerry Garcia. I met him outside of the Ha Ha Comedy Club uh, this last comedy festival I went to at, in, in L.A. Oh, speaking of comedy festivals, guys. Holy shit balls, My friends... I have an announcement. I have been accepted 
to my first comedy festival ever in New York City. And it's going to be Skankfest, motherfuckers. Yeah. I got accepted to Skankfest, guys. Uh, June 20th. Is it June? Yeah, well, the kickoff party is the 20th. 21st, 22nd, 23rd of June. 2019, guys. I submitted my video back in March or February. And didn't hear anything. I got sad. I'm like, fuck it. I'm still going. Uh, I don't give a fuck. The whole point is going to Skankfest, hanging out, meeting other comics. And this time I really wanted my my wife, Lizzie, to enjoy it. Because I went there last year by myself. And, uh, yeah, I did get on the showcase, but I wasn't officially part of the Skankfest. And it, it was great. And this year, my, my buddy, one of my best friends, my... I have two or three. I have three best friends, I would say. Three best friends. And Sammy gets mad when I don't say he's the number one best friend. But he's one of my dearest friends. I love him. And he's a comic. He started doing comedy. So he's going to go with us to New York City to Skink Fest. So I'm excited. I'm excited, guys. I don't know how many spots I'm going to do. But I got an email from, it said Skink Fest, Louis J. Gomez, Christine, and Rebecca from the Creek and the Cave. Christine is the is the girlfriend of um, uh, Big J Okerson. She's a sweetheart. She's the one that put me up last year on the showcase, and I ate shit. I, I ate dog shit. I, look up my episode. Go back and listen to my episode, Bombing at Skankfest. Um, it was terrible. And let me tell you, let me tell you my story on, about Skankfest. I did that episode, and I never really said what else happened during the weekend. I uh, I was at the festival. They give you a VIP all access pass, which is great. But all access really just means you could go to any of the shows uh, from the four. There's four uh, stages in the venue of the Brooklyn Bazaar. You could go in and out. That's really what the all access means, which is fair enough. Makes sense. All access. You're a fan. You want to get in. Watch any show you want, in and out. I was popping in and out of shows like crazy. Um, now, a buddy of mine, which will remain nameless, funny comic, I met him a long time ago. He used to live in L.A. and now lives in New York. He, There's a reason why I'm not going to say his name, okay? Not, otherwise, I would be giving him a shout-out. <laughs> but uh, he... he I told him I was going to be at Skank Fest, and we haven't seen each other in a long time. Every time we have a chance, if he comes to Vegas, we try to grab food and catch up. So he shows up to Skank Fest, doesn't have a pass, but because, you know, he's a comic out there. He knows other people. They hook him up. So they hooked him up with a pass. He has now not just an all-access pass. They give him an artist pass. Now an artist pass. <laughs> Holy shit. It gives you superpowers. You could like go behind the kitchen, go through the hallways in the back, go backstage of all the shows. It's just a whole different ball game. So he was just there chilling for a few hours. We, he, did, he didn't even watch any shows. We were just chilling, you know. We actually left the venue and walked around by the river. He showed me some parts of Brooklyn, and then I went back and. And I asked him, um, hey, so you're going to go back tomorrow? He's like, I don't know. I got shit to do, maybe. So then I thought, here's the hustler in me, like my dad, right? 
and uh, I guess hustler, but I'm like, hey, bro, um, so that artist pass, uh, if you're not going to use it tomorrow, do you mind if I borrow it? And he's like, oh, yeah. He took it off right away. Super nice guy. I love this guy, man. He didn't say, oh, I'm going to keep it and hoard it. No, no. He just took it off. He's like, yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, yeah. Here, man. Use it. And then I give him my VIP pass because I'm like, well, if you do come back, then, you know, we'll just trade again. You'll wear the artist pass. But if you don't, then I could use the artist pass, right? So he hooks me up, guys. It... <laughs> Guys, <laughs> when I when I put that fucking artist skankfest pass on my neck, I felt like fucking He-Man, like the power of Gray School, you know? I was like, I am all powerful. Felt like fucking Thanos, you know? It was crazy. He hooked me up. I kept my composure, but I was super happy inside. I walked back into Skankfest, all right? It felt like it was slow motion. It felt like I was like walking, slow motion, a badass song in the background. The bouncer looked at me, nodded his head, instead of just like waving his hand like like they, uh, like other people with the all access VIP passes. They would just, you know, you know how bouncers are. No matter, yeah, it's a comedy show, but the guy is probably not a comic. He's just there working for the venue. And he's going to, you know, bouncers are cunty. Most bouncers are cunty. They look at you like, fuck you. Like, they have authority. And they do. And they're bigger. So, yeah, everything is true. The way they feel, it's absolutely true. So, they have every right to. But they usually just, when you're walking into a venue, they just, like, don't even look at your eyes. Just fucking wave their hand. Yeah, walk in. Bro. When I walked in with my Skankfest artist pass, he had his both hands and, you know, in um, holding them together in front of him between his crotch and just nodded his head. And I looked at him and I nodded my head up like, what's up? And I walked in, bro. I was like, remember like Leonardo DiCaprio when at the end where it's all a dream, even though he's dead and he's walking out and. Was it Leonardo? No, it was fucking Kate, right? Kate Winslet. Yeah, fuck. I'm fucking this movie up. I've seen it like 20 times. Um, jerked off to it like eight when she was doing the whole picture thing. And they're drawing her. Um, yeah, that was a great scene. That was like some of the best titties I've ever seen at that age. Fuck yeah. Kate Winslet. Real ass dude of the week, for sure. <laughs> Shout out to Luis J. Gomez. Real ass podcast. I love that podcast. Um, I felt like I was walking in like a different person. You know, I've been doing comedy for... Uh, it's embarrassing to say, but almost 10 years. I guess seven. But it's embarrassing because... I, I get embarrassed when I tell people I've been doing it for this long, even though it's really nothing. It's it's a lot and it's nothing at the same time. Because when, you, when you've been doing comedy for seven years, ten years, you're a baby. But here's why it's, here's why it's like it, it's embarrassing. Because I have comic friends that have been doing it six or seven years or like a few months before me. And they already fucking surpassed me. 
And I'm not the kind of person that's like, ooh, why did they get that? No. You know what the way I see it? The way I see it, the reason some of these uh, comedians that have been doing less than me are, are, are doing much better and they're featuring, they're, they're getting better gigs. You know why? Because they're working harder than me. I'm a lazy fuck. Yes, I do have a full-time job, so you could try to defend me. But no, I could do better. Bill Burr had a job, full-time job for 10 years as a comic. And then he finally went full-time comic. I don't know if he was lazy. I doubt it. It's Bill Burr. Dedication, man. I don't have kids. I need to fucking step it up. But this is why sometimes I get embarrassed. I'm like, yeah, you know, there's comics that... But I'll be honest, 100% with you guys, I don't have a chip on my shoulder. The only chip on my shoulder I have is against myself because I know that I could be doing better and the only person stopping me is fucking me, you know? All right, I was a little preachy. I I was preaching to myself. So when I walked in, I felt like I was walking like a different person, the person I should be as a comic. I should have been there as a comic. When I was talking to... Other comics at this point, they would look at my chest and see that it was an artist pass. And you could tell the difference. You could tell the difference as soon as they would talk to me. From comic to comic, there's a difference. When you know there's another comic, like when I go to the Dirty at 1230 and all the comics are hanging out there. Or at LA Comedy Club and we have a midnight show. When we're there and just comics, there's nothing funner than just chilling with comics. Just shit talking about whoever. We talk a lot of shit. We really do. But when I was introducing myself, hey, Freddie, yeah. They're like, oh, so you're a comic? Yeah, I'm a comic. We're from Vegas. As soon as you say Vegas, I'm telling you, almost every comic, probably except Ari Shafir because he hates Vegas, people's eyes light up. Oh, Vegas. Like, it's almost like, it's almost like you, it's a credit. It ain't shit. It really it just Vegas. You 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 shit in Vegas. You live in Vegas. You sleep in Vegas. You work in Vegas. That's it. What's special about Vegas? Well, there's a lot of special things. Crowds are fucking tough out here. So it really it really helps you in your comedy career. But comic comedians' eyes light up. Oh, you're from Vegas, bro. It made me start up conversations just having this pass so thank you to my homie i'm not gonna say his name i don't want to get him in trouble if they ever find out <laughs> but it was like i was part of skank fest as as an artist even though i was not even fucking performing i felt like a fucking con artist but it was great i got to hang out with uh big j louis j gomez in the green room with christine um Kimberly Condon, I got to meet uh, Artie Lang. I was hanging out with Sam Tripoli. Oh, by the way, when they close a show, there's this one of the shows at Skankfest is called the um, Goddamn Comedy Jam. And Josh Adam, Adam Myers is the, the host of that show. And it's comedians playing music and singing at this you know it's like it's the whole band is is nothing but comics and they have a comic sing a song they choose it and they rehearse it or whatever and then they just play it live and people rock out like it's a fucking rock concert 
And these guys playing the music are fucking pros. It's not just like, oh, we're just jamming out. No, no, it's fucking great. So Sam Tripoli closed the show. And I was on the side of the stage past the, 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 the bouncer where non-comics can't get in. And I was just chilling there. And my fucking, I'm standing next to R. Shafir. And he's shirtless, sweaty. And there I am fucking rubbing shoulders with him. It was kind of gross. But I'm like, no, it's Ari Shafir sweat. That's Jewish blood. That's Jewish sweat, I mean. <laughs> From a Jew to another Jew. It's like, this is one of the comics I look up to so much. Ari Shafir. One of the funniest comedians. One of the best podcasts you could listen out there. And I'm standing next to him while he sees his friend, Sam Tripoli, on stage rocking out. And then Jason Tebow comes out and he jumps on stage, takes off his shirt and he crowd, he just starts crowd surfing. And it was one of the best moments of my life, guys, being at Skate Fest, standing next to one of my heroes in comedy. And I didn't fan out the first time I met Ari in Las Vegas, like seven, eight years ago, I fanned out, acted like an idiot. But what's cool about meeting all these people is that it's almost like Groundhog Day. You start over because they meet so many people, they don't remember who you are. So I was just standing there next to him, acting just like a comic. I didn't fan out. Just a couple times, I'm like, uh, we would comment certain things and laugh next to the stage and make eye contact. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. Um, so I can't wait now. I can't wait to go back. And I'm glad I submitted. I'm glad my wife pushed me to it. She is the best. She supports me. I am the luckiest guy in the world. I'm serious when I tell you. I am very lucky. Lizzie, she has her own thing going on on Instagram. She is killing it. Makeup, doing makeup videos. She just did her first. Shout out to Lizzie, by the way. She just started her first YouTube uh and she made a video with Ty Rivera, my, my buddy, who's a comic. And look her up, Lizzie Korea, C-O-R-R-E-A. And watch that video. It's funny. She did a great job editing. They're doing makeup. She does his eyebrows. and But she's killing it, man. The other day, we're going to talk about this on the podcast soon. But the other day, uh, a producer from Atlantic Records hit her up to, to um, go do some promotion for Ali Brooke, I believe her name is, from Fifth Harmony. They just broke up the, the, the singing group. So she got hired to go and do some promotion, like promo videos, because they see that she has a great following and she's doing great on Instagram. She's getting she's getting sponsored. Like, my ring camera goes off twice or at least once a day because we get a fucking package. Cover Girl, Sephora... Jaffra, not Jaffra, Jaffra's from back in the 80s, but like different makeup companies, they just send her stuff. So, anyway, like I said, I'm very lucky. She supports me. So, all right, guys, let's uh, wrap this up. Want to give you that good news. Want to do a little podcast. Haven't done one in two weeks. So, thank you guys for supporting and uh, hitting me up about the podcast. When's, when's Freddie going to record? I've been busy, guys. I've been busy and lazy. So those two together, 
don't go to, don't don't go so well because when I do have time to do stuff, I'm like, fuck, I'm so tired, you know. But it's laziness. I'm not just gonna blame it on I need to recoup. No, it really does come down to being lazy. So let me give some shout outs real quick. Uh, like I said, Chavo 101. Listen to my buddy Chavo 101, David Nunez, Che Rollins in, in Houston. I'll be out there soon. Can't wait to see you guys. Meet you guys for the first time. They've been They've been podcast listeners since day one. Now they're going to bring me out, me and Ty Rivera, to do a show out there. So thank you. Uh, Bombtastic. Big shout out to the homie uh, Alyssa from Bombtastic604. She has uh, she has sent us bath bombs before. She sells them. Go to her page, Bombtastic604. She's always supportive. Uh, shout out to my buddy Adam Pistone on the uh, in England from the Church of What's Happening Now. Thank you so much for your support, always, bro. Henry Mueller, you bad motherfucker. Love you, man. From China, these guys—they're my brothers, man. These guys—I've never met them, but I cannot wait to meet these guys soon. My buddy Scott uh, Worthington, my buddy Scott. Thank you, bro, because thanks to you. And my buddy, Matt Slayer, you guys both don't know each other and you guys work together. Uh, and I said your last name wrong. Sorry, Scott Cunningham. Um, you guys work together to help me get on Laughable. We are now on the Laughable app. So if you go to Laughable, download it on Android and iPhone, you could listen to us through there and check us out on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher Radio. I know I haven't put up a lot of episodes, but I have a lot of great episodes that I put up uh years ago with Sam Tripoli. He's been on the podcast three times. Felipe Sparza, Kate Quigley, Steve Simone, Lee Syak. I've had a lot of people on the show, guys. Uh, Eric Myers. And you can go back and listen to him. Go type in Thanks for the Invite podcast and type in Libsyn. L-Y-B-S-I-N. And you could go to the Libsyn page. I know iTunes won't let you see all the really old episodes, but if you go there, it, it will show you uh, the older episodes. Now, here's another shout out to a new listener. Thank you so much. I, I, I've been friends with this person for a little while on Instagram, Rosa Miller. And it's um, Lamos, Lamosa Photography. So it's L-A-M-O-S-A Photography. Lamosa Photography on Instagram. Badass uh, photographer. Just go to her page. You'll see she does photo shoots for concerts. She she lives in Connecticut and she loves podcasts. She loves comedy. She loves music. So she posted also the other day giving us a shout out to listen to the podcast. Thank you so much, Rosa. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, hopefully when we go to New York, you're going to kick it with us, you said. With us, Sammy, Lizzie, go go to the Bomb Shelter show in Manhattan. I will be posting more info. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to post that video. I, I did record the video of, of uh, um, Jason Tebow crowd surfing while Sam Tripoli was on stage. That was badass. So I'm going to post that video. I, and it's from the sideline, from the side of the stage. So you'll see uh, the, the view... I had a badass view from the side. Um, all right, guys. We are out. FreddyKorea.com. Follow me on social media. And uh, if you want to add me on Facebook, give us a shout-out. Post a picture uh, 
on your Twitter, on your Instagram. Tell people you heard the show. Let them know. Listen to this show. Like I said, I haven't posted a lot of new episodes, but you can listen to a lot of great ones in the past. So shout out to Grandpa Nicotine and Justin Ruff. All you guys always support supporting us. Love you guys. We are out.